September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. We take this month as an opportunity to increase awareness and raise funds for those affected by childhood cancer. At any given time, more than 250 patients are being treated for cancer or blood disorders at Arkansas Children's. Really, we honor this month every day of the year. On this episode of the Live, Learn, and Play podcast, we sit down with Dr. Joanna Mack from our hematology and oncology program here at Arkansas Children's to discuss Arkansas Children's Cancer and Blood Disorder Program, which is the only pediatric cancer treatment program in the Arkansas Children's system. Our pediatric specialists see more than 7,000 patients a year, and our program continues to accelerate clinical advancements, including working with UAMS, Baptist Health, and Pro. Proton International to bring proton therapy, an alternative to radiation therapy for treating cancer, right here to Arkansas. We will hear more about this cutting-edge therapy and how Arkansas Children's is helping patients and families fight the cancer battle. Now, here's Dr. Mack. Today we are talking with Dr. Joanna Mack. She is Fellowship Program Director of Hematology Oncology here at Arkansas Children's. And September is Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. And so we thought it would be a perfect time uh, to bring Dr. Mack in to talk about, first of all, the goal of this month and just about raising awareness and what you as listeners can do to support children who have cancer and are getting treatment here at Arkansas Children's. So welcome, Dr. Mack. Thank you, Rebecca. It's great to be here. Take us back to how you chose this field. Um, it seems very specialized, like most do, but there, I, I, I feel like there's something unique about cancer. Um, so tell us kind of your personal journey, what led you here? Every time I try to answer that question, it, it really makes me emotional because um, treating kids with cancer and blood disorders is not for the faint of heart. Um, it can be really hard to see, to lose patients, but there are also a lot more good times and happy times, especially when we see those patients go into remission and graduate from college and um, become a doctor themselves. And so I think my, my personal calling was from a faith standpoint. I found that when you're faced with life or death, it becomes extremely hard to to deal with the thought of death without having that spiritual side, without being able to pray and know that you don't only have chemotherapy and medicine on your side, but that you have the Lord to help these families and these patients walk with them and get to the other side of cure. September is Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. For people who are listening to the podcast today, if you could kind of tell us the goal of this month and what we need to know about childhood cancer. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, earlier you talked about, um, you kind of, you introduced me in my title, it's Pediatric Hematology and Oncology. And actually this month is Pediatric Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, but also Sickle Cell Disease Awareness Month. And so from, we treat both cancer and blood disorders here at Arkansas Children's Hospital. And our goal is to really waste raise awareness for both both of those um, entities or those diseases and to increase the public knowledge of, of blood and cancer disorders. How common is pediatric cancer? In the United States, about over 15,000 children ages 0 to 19 are diagnosed with cancer each year. And globally, about more than 300,000 pediatric patients are diagnosed each year. I'd say 
Every three minutes, a child is diagnosed with cancer, and one in 285 children in the U.S. are diagnosed before their 20th birthday. And I think it's important to note that we are the only pediatric hematology oncology program in the state of Arkansas, which means our pediatric experts see everything from common blood disorders to the rarest oncologic diseases. Plus, about 90% of pediatric cancer patients are treated here. Tell us more about this department and care teams and how they take care of all these brave kids. Well, I can tell you it starts off with a fantastic nursing department. Our hematology oncology nurses are just the cream of the crop. And um, if I could give you a few examples of some things that these nurses do to go above and beyond their expectation of or the expectations of what they should be doing as nurses. We had um, one of our in, one of our younger nurses had to put an NG tube into a patient. And um, for all the, who don't know what that is, it's a tube that goes into the nose, into the belly to help feed a patient who's having trouble eating. And uh, this nurse put an NG tube down himself in order to show the patient that it was not scary, it did not hurt, and that it was going to be quick and easy. And it made the whole experience for this patient much easier and less traumatic. And I just can't think of any other field that would go to that extent to make a patient feel comfortable. And I think it's important to note, it's not just the doctors and nurses who are taking care of these sick kids. Right. There's a lot of other people who are involved, a lot of other um, things like pet therapy, art therapy. We have child life specialists who really take the time to show our patients what they're um, about to go through, whether it's a procedure or even chemotherapy. We have um, a fantastic section chief, Dr. Becton. He's the second section chief of our hematology oncology department. And he has really grown our our program and absolutely wants to take care of pediatric cancer patients in the state of Arkansas and advance their their health to to be really the number one in the country. And um, we have residents and medical students and fellows and they're just and pastoral care. There's just tons of people who who just pour into our into our department, into our patients, into our families. So it's it's a great family feeling and it's a great department and program to be a part of. We talk a lot about family-centered care because mm-hmm. di- it's different at a children's hospital. You're not just taking care of the patient. You're taking care of the whole family. How has that, um, if you have an example or s- or a story that you would share where it's not just your patient that you're that is that you're taking care of. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's so important to make sure that the parents are also well taken care of because when these patients go home, it's their parents who are going to be watching them, watching their every move and making sure that they don't need to come back to the hospital. So it's important that our parents get good care and love as well. So could you put a number to the patients? We say 90% of pediatric cancer patients. How many patients is that a year? So we probably have about 100 patients, new diagnosis, 100 new diagnoses per year that come to our um, hospital. And there seems to be so many advancements in technology and medicine. What exciting changes have you seen when it comes to pediatric cancer technology and testing to find a cure? I think one of the most exciting things about um, cancer treatment right now is targeted therapy. So overall, what we have is we have chemotherapy for 
leukemia, chemotherapy for lymphoma, and it's not really directed to each specific patient, right? It's directed to the disease overall. And now we're doing more genetic testing in each individual patient who has that cancer, and we can find a specific mutation, and there have been medicines that attack that specific mutation. So chemotherapy and treatment is more tailored to each individual patient, which is amazing that we've come that far. So can you help us understand for people who are not in the medical field, some more uh, specific um, information about the targeted therapy, how it helps the patient and what difference this therapy makes? Absolutely. So let's say you have leukemia and we use four different drugs from a chemotherapy standpoint to treat leukemia. But we find out that you have mutation A and another person has mutation B, we may have a targeted therapy or a targeted drug for mutation A, and we would add that to your therapy. But the next patient who has mutation B would not need that targeted therapy for mutation A, and they, may, they could possibly benefit from another targeted therapy. And so in the future, in long term, I feel like this could decrease the amount of side effects that a patient could have, because now you're getting um, better treatment and maybe even less treatment to still get cure. Um, but also, it can decrease the side effects of, of therapy and give you a better prognosis in general. So along those lines, can you talk more about our innovative cancer therapeutics program and how it's helping more patients with rare oncologic disorders be treated in Arkansas. Yeah, absolutely. It's an amazing program. And like you said, it's helping us keep more of our patients here in the state of Arkansas to get care closer to home. We um, we are offering phase one and phase two trials uh, that we haven't been able to offer in the past I don't, five years or so. And so a lot of our patients have had to go to St. Jude or Texas Children's, just the neighboring bigger centers. And now they're able to stay here and get treatment here and have the support of their family and be closer to things that they know that are familiar to them. So it's an amazing um, program that we have here. And we've had great support from the administration here at Arkansas Children's Hospital. So when you talk about care close to home, how long do some of these treatment plans go for maybe just a couple examples so listeners can understand the importance of of staying close to home? Absolutely. So there are some treatments that will be take about four months or so, and then some that will take anywhere from a year to three years. And then even after they finish chemotherapy or treatment, we still follow them pretty closely, sometimes once a month, and then we start to space that out as they get further and further away from from their initial chemotherapy treatment. That makes sense. So it would be nice to be close to family and friends and your normal routine. So talking more about uh, when patients go into remission, if you could tell us a little bit about what that means and what special um, event or celebration we do here to celebrate that at Arkansas Children's. Yeah, so it's a really exciting time when we have a child go into remission and finish chemotherapy. We, um, I guess at the end of their treatment, they we have this big party in, in our clinic. We have confetti and we have gifts and all of us sign um, uh, Dr. Seuss book that says, oh the, uh, oh, the places you'll go. And at the end of that party, we go outside of our clinic and we have this special area that has a bell and they get to ring that bell as loud and as hard as they can. And um, it just 
signifies everything that they've been through and what a journey they have accomplished and uh, what ex- an exciting time and what a future they have ahead of them for themselves. So when when a patient does ring that bell, what feelings do you get? It's definitely a feeling of excitement, um, a feeling of, of growth, and there's also that feeling of, wow, we've we together with the family and the patient have really gone through this journey hand in hand and they were able to trust us with their child's life and and hopefully this child will be able to continue to pay it forward and spread their their journey with other people. We were talking a lot about technology because there are a lot of exciting things going on. Uh, we, re- we recently announced our collaboration with UAMS, Baptist Health, and Proton International to bring proton therapy to Arkansas. And before this announcement, I had no idea what that was. Um, but since then, we've done some research and we're learning more about it, especially since we're not on the medical side. But could you help us understand, uh, just I guess one step further, what proton therapy will mean to children here in Arkansas? So proton therapy, it's also called proton beam therapy, and it's a type of radiation therapy. So it uses protons rather than x-rays to treat cancer. And so at really high energy, these protons can destroy cancer cells. So we've had several families that have had to travel out of state for this proton beam radiation therapy. It is a different type of radiation therapy that we have historically been able to offer here in Arkansas, and it can help cure rate and prognosis. And so it's it was really, really important for us to get this partnership and to develop this program here. One, to increase the, the cure rate in our pediatric patients when it comes to oncologic disorders. And two, again, that familiarity of being able to stay here closer to home, to have your family support, and to know the nurses and the doctors who've been taking care of you for a long time. Like, it's such a blessing that we have this this opportunity to partner with Proton International. And this Proton Therapy Center will be the first in Arkansas and one of only about 40 in the country. That's correct? Yes, that's correct. That's amazing. I know, it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> So we've talked a lot about technology and different things that are being done in the research field, Uh, but there is a devastating fact that cancer is still the number one cause of death by disease for children um, in America. If you could talk about what Arkansas Children's, uh, what our teams are doing, what research is doing to help change this statistic. Since I've been here at Arkansas Children's Hospital, which is probably coming up on nine years, we have grown so much in our research department. And part of that is the Innovative Cancer Therapeutics Program. Again, we are offering frontline therapy with phase one and phase two trials. We are also part of Children's Oncology Group. And so it's a national, international group of of, um, clinical trials that we can participate in. And so we tell patients who are diagnosed with cancer here in the state of Arkansas, if a patient went to St. Jude or Children's Hospital of Los Angeles or CHOP, we could still offer them the same therapy that they would be offered at those places, which is an amazing um, opportunity for our patients. I think people who are listening and maybe they don't know anybody with cancer or they don't have anyone in their family with cancer, but they want to get involved and want to give back to help kids at Arkansas Children uh, get the treatment they need. How can they get involved? 
So with everything that has happened with the COVID pandemic, we usually have a superhero dash and bash fundraiser. We have that every year and that benefits the Arkansas Children's Hospital HEMOC fund. And of course this year that was canceled because of the COVID um, pandemic. My a nurse practitioner who I work with, one of my really good friends, Catherine Mason and myself, we have put together uh, a fundraiser to hopefully raise some money to replenish that Arkansas Children's Hospital HEMOC fund. And that HEMOC fund actually um, funds our toy closet. So every time a patient comes into our clinic and they get stuck with the needle, they get a blood transfusion or they get chemotherapy, they get to get something out of the toy closet. This HEMOC fund also supplies, um, provides supplies and food to the family house if a patient is and a family is admitted. And this money provides money for research. I'm sorry, this fund provides money for research. And it provides toiletries for families who are unexpectedly flown here um, and didn't weren't able to pack anything. And so what we're doing and we're hoping to start this this weekend is um, is an auction, a virtual auction for an afternoon sailing experience for four on beautiful Greer's Ferry Lake aboard the Rio Blues. It's a 34-foot Catalina. And so wine and cheese are included. And um, this was donated on uh, behalf of Catherine Mason's parents, Dan and Pam Kell. And so we're hoping to raise some money in order to replenish that um, HEMOC fund. And uh, we hope to open it this weekend, the virtual auction, and it'll hopefully close September 30th and we'll raise a lot of money that'll go towards a lot of good for our department. So I know hearing about all the research and advancements and therapy is exciting, but what I find fascinating and what I think most listeners will appreciate is that even when someone does lose a child, that they still choose to be involved with Arkansas Children's and give back um, due to the care and love that they received here, I think says a lot. So We've had a lot of parents who have developed really strong relationships with our department, our doctors, our nurses, and some who have lost their children, but they still continue to make connections and make donations and do fundraisers for our department. So one of the um, one of the projects is called the Brooklyn Project. So the Brooklyn Project is a foundation that was started because of um, a patient that we lost, and her her parents started this foundation, knowing that they would want to give back to Arkansas Children's Hospital. And their child was actually the first patient to be treated on the Innovative Cancer Therapeutics Program. And so every year they do a fundraiser, and they give right back into that program. Thank you for how you champion children and for the whole care team at um, in your department. Is there anything else that you would like to add? I just want to say that if you ever see a child fighting cancer, it will change your outlook on your life forever. And it is just really an amazing journey to watch. And I'm humbled to be able to walk this life in this path with these families and these patients. And thank you so much for, for shedding some light on, on pediatric cancer in this month. And it's really near and dear to my heart. So thank you so much for having me. Well, we appreciate your time and thank you for being part of our podcast today. Your outlook changes when you see a child fighting cancer. Wow. That is a powerful and beautiful statement that Dr. Mack shared. 
I know my outlook and understanding of how our hematology and oncology team champions children with cancer has changed due to our conversation today. And it is exciting to hear about all the different technologies and especially the proton therapy, how it's really going to help children who are fighting cancer here at Arkansas Children's. If you want more information about our cancer and blood disorders treatment program here at Arkansas Children's, visit www.archildrens.org. And if you want to be part of our mission of helping kids fighting cancer, please visit www.archildrens.org giving to donate today. Thank you again for listening to the Live, Learn, and Play podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, and we'll be back soon with a new episode. Talk to you then.